0: this is the warriors community podcast we inspire equip and empower others we inspire by sharing our stories our personal experiences by asking questions and answering questions for other people we equip by sharing our resources What books have you read? Podcasts have you listened to? Even movies that you've watched? What tools have worked for you or haven't worked for you and why? We empower by walking through healing journeys with each other and just walking through life in general. We hope that by listening to this podcast, you feel inspired, equipped, or empowered Now, not every podcast series is applicable to you, and we know that, but we hope that you are able to take something away from each podcast and hope that there is a series that really does speak to you and that you relate with personally at some point. We are in the Enough series right now, but we are planning more series to come out with to inspire, equip, and empower. Enjoy the podcast. Welcome back to the Warriors Community Podcast. I'm going to disappoint you immediately. Alicia Bush, the founder of Treasured Vessels Foundation, is not with us today. We ended up in a schedule conflict that we could not fix this month, and both of us were really sad about it. It couldn't be helped So I made promises that I couldn't keep, and I apologize. I said in the first episode of uh, 2024 that we would have Alicia in the next couple weeks. However, we have had to postpone Alicia's interview. So I still want to talk about... Human trafficking, as it is January, which is Human Trafficking Awareness Month. So, I want to provide you with some information on that. And before you think again, okay, this doesn't really apply to me, I still want you to hold on because I'm going to give you some facts and some perspectives that I think you can still apply in your everyday life. And Hopefully, through listening to this, this brings more awareness, which is part of the point of January, Human Trafficking Awareness Month, but as always, I want to provide you with some practical tools that you can apply to yourself and to your family. Now, Alicia is going to come back at some point, but I'm not going to say when because we're still trying to work that out. And Alicia is going to give a super practical talk about apps that you can buy, that you can download, about all of these resources that you can do for yourself and your family. And that is something I'm going to save for later. So today is going to look a little different, but I want you to hear some things from Alicia at some point during this year. Why talk? about human trafficking. Well, I have learned a lot through the last couple of years about trafficking, facts versus what the entertainment industry tells us and misconceptions that a lot of people have, and it has completely changed my view on trafficking in general. It's changed my view on how I do life, I mean, it has made a major impact on me, and I have changed and become a better person knowing what I know now. So I want to just share with you some things that I have learned through the years that I hope helps you with your perspective. The first thing I want to start with today is the movie, The Sound of Freedom. It stars Jim Caviezel, and if you haven't seen this movie... I strongly advise you to go watch this film. It's phenomenal and it is accurate. However, it only looks through one lens of human trafficking. So I want to address this first. There are a lot of misconceptions around trafficking because of the entertainment industry. So let's go all the way back to Liam Neeson in the movie Taken. Okay, worst movie to ever happen (laughs) to the world of trafficking. Now, was it entertaining? Absolutely. Was it accurate? Absolutely not. Taken is not the film that you want to reference or to believe provides any kind of accuracy as to what really happens with that population. And what really happens within that world. Now they took elements that were true and they embellished it and made their own very entertaining story out of it. But if you have seen Taken and you've seen The Sound of Freedom, you will notice a huge difference. I mean, if if you've kept up with The Sound of Freedom movie, if you've listened to anyone interviewed from that movie, you know that they had a an extremely difficult time even releasing the film. A lot of people did not want this film to get out. And there's a reason for that. And the reason is the Sound of Freedom is genuinely accurate through with through the perspective that it provides. So when you watch it, if you haven't yet or if you already have watched it, I, I want you to know that they are giving you one perspective out of so many and of course the movie ends with a perfect hollywood ending everything is fine and there's a hero and we've saved the day and all is well unfortunately that's not the case in reality because if it were we wouldn't have such a massive problem So I want to talk about today. Yes, there's accuracy in what happens in The Sound of Freedom. Use that movie, not Taken, not a lot of other shows that portray trafficking as your point of reference for international human trafficking. But there are many different ways that trafficking actually takes place. And that is truly more common than the sound of freedom. I live in Texas and human trafficking in Texas is huge. In fact, Texas ranks as number two in the United States for reports on human trafficking. And you can find that on Treasured Vessel's website, treasuredvessels.org. I'm going to provide their website, and of course, I'm I'm always going to be a little biased to Treasured Vessels. However, you can look in the area that you live in and the state that you live in, a simple Google, and go find what human trafficking organizations are out there near you. Okay, so I'm speaking to just the North Texas area, which is where I am located. So over 700 sex trafficking survivors were recovered in the last year, In North Texas alone however unfortunately there are less than 50 openings for therapeutic residential recovery programs across North Texas meaning there are not a lot of beds there are not a lot of places for these girls to go so when we have human trafficking raids that make the news right we love those stories on social media on the news we love to see its trafficking ring was busted and they recovered all of these survivors and everybody's happy well the problem is no matter what state this trafficking ring was busted or this trafficking organization or company whatever was busted no matter how many girls are recovered There are very few beds in the United States or anywhere in the world to house these victims, these survivors that have been recovered. And there are not a lot of places that are able to take them. So what happens to these survivors once they're recovered from these trafficking raids and bus is they typically go right back to the streets because they're on waiting lists. To have a bed somewhere in a program that might be helpful to them and might not, because every survivor is somewhere different on the spectrum. And I'll get to that in just a minute. Every survivor has completely different needs, and each program, whether it be in the United States or internationally, each program. Or service only offers something specific, and they have to. You can't, you can't just open an organization and say we take everybody and anybody, and it's all going to be fine. We learned the hard way at Treasured Vessels that that is not the case. You can't do that because the needs of each survivor are so different, and and the spectrum of trauma and diagnosis is so vast it's hard to serve everybody so you have to kind of have a niche in each organization so therefore when we have all of these raids when we have all of this recovery where we scoop up all of these people all these survivors off the streets. They're typically held for a time. Some of them get placed in a program or a home and some of them do well, but a lot of them unfortunately don't. A lot of them unfortunately go back to the streets. Well, next question is how are these girls being trafficked? If being trafficked internationally the way that The Sound of Freedom portrays it is not really how it happens all the time, then how is it happening? Well, this is how all of this can apply to you. Have you ever struggled with that inner conflict of bad memories that come up that don't ever seem to go away? The nightmares that replay on repeat over and over again, or the cutting words said to you years ago that still impact your life today in a negative way. Well, I certainly have struggled with that, which is why I wrote the short story Whispers of the Lake. I wrote this story years ago on my kayak, originally never intended to be shared with anyone. The story actually takes place with the character on her kayak battling that inner conflict, struggling with The aftermath of an abusive relationship, struggling with that inner dialogue, the negative words, the bad memories that won't seem to go away. And yet, in the midst of her pain, in the midst of the conflict that never seems to end, she has a God encounter that changes her life forever. It's a story I wrote inspired by my own story and mixed with a few stories that I've heard from other women through the years. It's a powerful short story. It's an easy, engaging read. And I encourage you to go check out the show description, find the affiliate link to the book. You can buy this short story on Amazon, Google Books, or barnesandnoble.com. A lot of the entertainment industry portrays human trafficking as something that happens to your child away from someone that you know as if your child or you yourself could be kidnapped off the street or you have what we call a a, a romance a romeo pimp and they pose as a boyfriend or romantic interest and then all of a sudden they take you to some house where you are trafficked that happens okay so That's a thing but did you know that more times than not the way someone is trafficked is by someone that you know. It is by someone who you trust, whom you call friend, who you would feel safe with and that might sound like there's no way. Surely you would notice the signs but a lot of times we don't notice the signs because a good trafficker, a good pimp, a good abuser is going to know how to groom and condition you or your kid. They're going to find a way to be who you need them to be or want them to be so that they can get to you or your child. So know that it's not really just strangers coming in And aggressively kidnapping or coming in and trying to pretend that they're in love with you or in love with your kid and then they scoop them off although that happens more times than not it's the it's the latter it is someone you know it's a family member it's a trusted friend a lot of the girls who've come through the safe house at treasured vessels were trafficked by family that is a huge thing. And if you can, you can sit here and go, how is that even possible? Well, sometimes it is a family member directly trafficking. And sometimes it's out of desperation. Hey, we got to pay bills. And so let's invite people over and I will use my child. Or I will use myself. And then you get into trouble, right? And what may have started as a willing For you, turns into now you're being trafficked because you were just trying to pay your bills and put food on the table. But a lot of survivors are trafficked by family members behind their parents' back. We've had girls in the safe house who say, My uncle started molesting me when I was a little girl, or my big brother, or even my big sister. And all of it happens because the parents either don't want to know they're neglectful or sometimes the parents are great and they just can't imagine that this is happening to their kids so what kind of girls have come through the safe house well we've seen everything and anything we've had some girls who come to the safe house who have great families They're from the North Dallas area, and they've got families who love them, families who are healthy. Some of these families are successful. Their parents have well-paying jobs. They grew up in Christian homes, and they grew up in a home where you would think nothing will happen. We had one resident in particular who thankfully is, in my opinion, I would say the most successful resident we have had so far she's doing extremely well she came from a great family she came from a family who was the most supportive and the most willing that we have seen so far at treasured vessels they had no idea she was being trafficked through snapchat so if you're wondering How are people being trafficked these days? Well, three-fourths of it is happening online. It's happening through gaming, and it's happening through social media. So unfortunately, this girl was just a little insecure. She began taking pictures on Snapchat, like so many of kids do these days, and someone got a hold of it, and it became, I'll give you... X amount of money if you send me pictures of your tits. I'll give you X amount of money if you send me a picture of XYZ. And of course, an insecure, vulnerable teenager is going to go, there's no harm in that. I'm just sending him a picture and the picture is going to disappear and I get money? Okay. And that kind of stuff happens all the time. This was happening behind her parents back for a long time and unfortunately someone got a hold of her pictures and began to use them against her and then it became now this person is controlling her bank account and her parents have no idea and now this person is saying if you don't go meet so and so at this place at this time this is going to happen to you and for a young teenage girl who is just trying to make money and now is trying to not get in trouble and protect her family, of course she's going to go meet that person. And she started doing that behind her parents' back for a long time. And the biggest surprise that her parents had, and I tell this to people Usually, anytime treasured vessels would go speak somewhere, this story comes up, and it comes up for a reason. This is a Christian family, and their daughter had the Bible app. So many of us have the Bible app. Well, did you know that you can chat with people within that app? So, she's on the Bible app, and her parents think, oh, we love that, of course, her parents had no idea that someone began chatting with her on the Bible app about the Bible. So you feel safe, right? You feel like this could be this could be anyone, but you feel like this is someone who just wants to grow spiritually. This is someone safe. It's just online, you know. They don't know me. They don't know um what I look like, where I live. They don't have personal information. We're just talking about the Bible. Well, unfortunately, That conversation led into coercion, which led into exploitation. And you may be sitting here thinking, wow, how is that possible? How do you not see that? Well, any good groomer is going to use conditioning and going to use relationship first. Like I said, they're going to become everything you want or need them to be to gain your trust, to build a connection and a foundation with you. And then before you know it, you're in a dangerous situation. And that is what happened to her. So I I tell that story and we typically tell that story with the permission of, of the parents because now the parents are pretty outspoken themselves about we didn't know. We felt like we had everything in place. We have a stable family. She grew up in a good home. She didn't have abuse from her parents. She had very loving parents. Now, they weren't perfect. You know, they have their own things like everybody else does. But overall, good family. Christian home, good money. You wouldn't have known, right? She doesn't appear to be vulnerable except for the part where she was in a typical insecure teenager who made a few wrong choices that led to devastating mistakes and a lot of trauma. Now, thankfully, because of the support of her family, she, like I said, is one of our most successful residents and doing phenomenal at this point. But that's one extreme. The other extreme that Treasured Vessels has experienced is We also get girls who were born into covens, who were born into trafficking rings, and they were exposed to what we call SRA, which is satanic ritual abuse. There are satanic cults out there that are trafficking people. All of these so-called conspiracy theories that the news, the entertainment industry is so adamant is just a conspiracy and is not really happening. I promise you it's happening and it's happening all around you. There are girls who are born into covens for the purpose of either being trafficked themselves, but some of them are born with the purpose of becoming pregnant to give birth to a baby who is sacrificed and I know that's weighty and that's hard but we've had girls come to the safe house who are SRA satanic ritual abuse and they were trafficked by their own family members because some of their family members are high up in the occult and that doesn't matter some of these family members made sure that they were born so that they could reproduce. Some of these girls started getting pregnant pretty soon after puberty and would give birth to babies for the purpose of those babies being sacrificed. That stuff happens. So you can only imagine what those girls are like when they come to us, the major diagnoses that they have, the um, the amount of trauma that they have and the level of care that they need it's another reason why it's difficult to find programs that are set up to handle some of these cases because they are so extreme and it's not that they can't be handled it's just do you have the resources and the capacity to take such severe cases they're extremely difficult so we, we see this all over the spectrum and I bring this up to you today because I want you to know that this could happen to anyone. This isn't just for a certain population. However, there are key traits that I want to go over. You can actually find this on the Treasured Vessels Foundation Instagram, okay? And like I said, there are plenty of other organizations out there and I I will go over a few of them however again I'm in Texas so I am aware of most of the organizations in this area but there are more out there so some signs of human trafficking are listed on the treasured vessels Instagram now I don't want to say I don't want to read of this off to you as if if you see any of these signs it's 100% human trafficking that isn't the case these are just things you want to know you want to be aware of so that maybe you can pray and or start to ask questions so these these lists do not equal human trafficking but they do imply that that is a possibility So something to look for in physical health is frequent treatment for sexually transmitted infections. So if you know someone who is frequently having STDs, some kind of uh, hormonal or period related issues, that could be a sign. A high number of sexual partners That's a huge sign. Multiple pregnancies slash abortions. A lot of these girls are impregnated and forced to have abortions. Many of the girls that we've received at Treasured Vessels have experienced forced abortions. Or they have willingly had an abortion, truly believing that that was the best thing for themselves and their baby. Because due to their circumstances they felt it would be more merciful to abort a baby than bring a baby into the situation that they were in. So they typically will willingly have an abortion when they are desperate. But one interesting fact we've learned, again, this is just Treasured Vessels, so one organization out of all of the United States, okay? 100% of the girls, okay, 100% of them have all said that they would not have aborted their babies if they had a better option. That's a different conversation for a different day, but I just want to put that out there. Another trait is exposure to toxic chemicals. Well, that can look many different ways. A lot of these girls are exposed to different chemicals, whether it be drugs or whether it be forced baths in bleach, or whether it be something else to keep them drugged up or to just abuse them and break them down. Dental issues are huge, which was surprising to me when I came into Treasured Vessels. It's amazing how much dental work these girls need. And the obvious thing to think of first is being abused, being hit, That's a huge thing. However, a lot of these girls have gut issues, which this could be its own conversation again. There's a strong gut-brain connection. When you are experiencing trauma, you're obviously going to start to exhibit other issues through your gut. Well, what is connected to your gut? Well, your throat and then your mouth. And so if you're having all of those issues... You're going to experience other issues in your gums and your teeth. They all, it's a domino effect that impacts each other. Bruising and burns is huge. Signs of self harm, very huge. Weight loss or malnourishment. So, if you're seeing someone who fluctuates in weight like a lot, that's probably a pretty good sign. Respiratory issues. Suicide attempts and physical and sexual abuse. If you have followed the Warriors Community Podcast for any length of time, then I'm sure you have heard us mention the Enough series, which is the paid subscription of the Warriors Community Podcast. Well, what is the Enough series? Why is it a paid subscription? And why do I care? Well, I'm so glad that you asked. At the Warriors Community, we believe in inspiring, equipping, and empowering people. And something that happened in my personal life was I came in contact with old friends from the cult that I was involved in in college, and I noticed that there were a lot of ex-members ready to share their stories and speak out against the abuse that we have all endured. And I found it fascinating how so many people came out of the same cult and their lives have ended up so differently. So I decided to begin letting people share their story on the Warriors Community Podcast. We called it the Enough Series because something that I noticed I kept saying was enough is enough. That's enough. There has been enough abuse And we are done with that. I wanted to give a platform for ex-members to share their truth and to share their experience. And the reason we switched from a free to a paid subscription is because with the green light from our legal team, we were advised to start documenting, like a documentary, the investigation that we are in against the cult. So the first 20 episodes of this podcast are all the Enough series, and it's all for free. So you can go ahead and go way back and listen in season one to a lot of the stories that have already been told and eventually, it will ask for you to be a paid subscriber to hear real life, voice recordings, text messages, I read legal documents, and you will get all of the information about what is going on in this case, against the cults that I was in firsthand. So if you would like. To learn more information, if you would like to subscribe to the Enough series, go to the show description of any podcast episode and subscribe. Next is behavioral health. Again, this is just a list of what could be signs of human trafficking. Confusing or contradicting stories. A lot of these girls have a difficult time separating reality from the abuse so what happens and this happened with me and and some of you listeners can probably relate to this you go through something traumatic and abusive and you start to get confused especially when you have someone in your ear telling you well that didn't happen well that's dramatic that didn't happen that way or wow you're really emotional about that it's not a big deal calm down or it didn't happen this way, it happened that way. You start to have somebody gaslight you and then you start to go, wait a minute, maybe that didn't happen. Or maybe that wasn't a big deal. Or maybe I just don't remember that correctly. But then you also have to deal with blocking out certain memories. And sometimes you can have a lapse in time and forget and and lose Spots of memory. So timelines get mixed up, and that obviously leads to confusion and con- conflicting stories. We see that a whole lot in different ways with the girls who come into the safe house. They tell stories one way one day, and then they tell it a different way the next day. And it may appear that they're lying. But a lot of times they genuinely don't know and they are processing and trying to figure out, wait a minute, what really happened? Inability to focus or concentrate, that's huge. Unaware of the current date, location, or time, that is also huge. We don't see the unaware of current date, location, or time often. However, we do see it in different ways. Ways Usually the more severe cases struggle with, okay, where am I, what is the date, what's happening. Protects the person who hurt them. We see this a lot. This is huge because you develop trauma bonds with the people who abuse you. You can develop Stockholm Syndrome. You think that the person who is abusing you really does love you and you you know that happens in any kind of toxic or abusive relationship. It's like we've said so many times, especially involving the enough series, when we talk about the cult that I was involved in, not everything was bad. We say that all the time. There were good times. There were fun times. There were things that were great. And that causes confusion when there is also abuse involved. Guilt and shame about their experiences and the things that they have had to do suicidal ideation extreme timidity we see a lot of times girls struggle to make eye contact so shifting eye contact direct eye contact is is typically intimidating to a lot of these girls and I keep saying girls there are men and and boys involved as well I'm just speaking from Treasured Vessels currently only serves women. However, they're working to serve both men and children as well. Aggressive or antagonistic or defensive behavior. That is another big one for, I think, obvious reasons. Heightened stress response, post-traumatic stress disorder. They can be withdrawn, depressed, or have an inability to hold conversation or, like I said, eye contact. And then social and environmental signs to look for is absent from school. If you have someone who is not in school very much, you need to start asking why. Failing grades, that's also big. Sudden increase in substance use, meaning it's not really a gradual thing. It means typically that they were either forced to use drugs, which a lot of them are, or they quickly turned to drugs to cope with the situation they were in change in dress or style often or suddenly is a big one age inappropriate romantic partner we see a lot of girls who are younger who have boyfriends or have had boyfriends in the past that are much older than them lots of changes in friends repeated runaway situations not able to speak for themselves or share information so this is something we see often especially when we go to the doctor so if you're a nurse if you work in the medical field at all this should be helpful to you a lot of these girls are brought in for some kind of medical treatment and and usually by the person who is trafficking or abusing them and Those girls are typically not going to tell you what's going on. The person with them is going to do the talking. And that is a huge sign that they're not in charge. And the person who's doing the abusing, who's with them, is controlling the situation. Because they want the girl to be okay, right? Because they got to go sell her later. So they got to make sure, okay, take care of my girl, but don't ask questions. Evidence of being controlled is another big one. Wears inappropriate clothing for the weather. Well, that might sound silly. And the first go-to in my mind is, you know, sometimes they're walking the streets in lingerie and it's 30 degrees outside. Well, yes, that's a thing. But the wearing inappropriate clothing for the weather is also just a sign of they have a hard time knowing how to dress appropriately in general. Lives at their work site. That's another one. If you hear someone talking about they live in a hotel room, a lot of these girls live in a hotel room, which you can automatically equate to poverty, which that's easy, But a lot of times living in a hotel room or near a hotel room means something. Multiple people in crammed living space and talks a lot about, like I said, motels and hotels. Okay, so why did I just share all this information with you? Well, I want you to be aware of what's happening around you. There are more people being trafficked around you than you think and I guarantee you That at some point, you have come across someone who is being trafficked or exploited, and you didn't know it. And I guarantee you that a lot of these behavior kids in school, now that could be its own conversation, of course, but a lot of these behavior kids are being abused at home, and they may not be trafficked or exploited, but I guarantee you there is some kind of abuse happening. So if you're a teacher, if you're in the education field at all, and you have a behavior kid, and trust me, I was a teacher in the past, and I had behavior kids, and I didn't know what I know now, and I wish that I knew more when I was teaching because I think back to several kids in particular that I wonder... What was really going on? What were they really trying to communicate with me? And how could I have served them better or helped them better? Because I I guarantee you they were experiencing extreme abuse in their own home. I want to provide you with the National Human Trafficking Hotline phone number. This is a phone number that I have saved in my phone. And I would encourage you to do the same. Because... I think it's important that once we are aware of our surroundings and what could be going on, that we report it. I personally have not yet made an official report through the National Human Trafficking Hotline, but I do know people who have. And some of those people have sat in their cars and called this hotline phone number while they watched an exchange happen and you don't have to have all the facts to call this human trafficking hotline. Like, don't go and do your own investigation. If you see something that doesn't look right, and I'm going to give you some things to look for in a minute, it's just your job to report it. That is your only job. You do not have to go investigate. But the human trafficking hotline number is 888 373 seven eight 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 okay one more time three. Seven eight eight eight. or you can text the word help to two three three seven three three i'm going to provide this for you in the show description like i always do like i said i would really encourage you to plug this into your phone here's some things to look for If you see a young person, whether it be male, female, trans, whatever, with an older person and the younger person is not making eye contact, looks very timid, looks withdrawn, I would watch what exchanges are happening and consider calling and just reporting, hey, I'm noticing these signs, I'm noticing... This young girl is with this older man at this sports event. She looks withdrawn. Her eyes look empty. She looks timid. She's not talking to anyone. She's not going anywhere without him. Those are signs. I've also seen, my husband and I have sat in multiple restaurants, usually in the bar area. We like to sit and chat at the bar. And I've seen... A lot of women come in with a man and they sit at a table or sit at the bar and they don't usually speak to each other and eventually another person, usually a man, sometimes a female, comes and they talk for a minute and I watch the customer slide something over to the man who brought the woman in and then the woman leaves. That is actually pretty common, and I never knew how common it was until I knew what to look for. Once I started to know what signs to look for, I started seeing it everywhere. Something else to look for is if you have a kid in your classroom, like I said, who is a behavioral kid. Look for bruising. Look for uh, other behavioral outbursts, emotional outbursts. And maybe try investigating that a little safely, safely, and potentially consider calling the human trafficking hotline. I tell you all of this because I want you to be aware, but I also want you to know how to protect yourself and how to protect your kids. Something I always tell the girls in the safe house, and thankfully this is something my mom taught me, you walk With your head up high, your shoulders back, you're standing up straight, and you have intention in your steps, and you do not look at your phone. There have been studies, and I probably should have pulled one official one up before I started this podcast. There have been studies shown that when you, especially a female, walks alone with her head in her phone or walks looking at her feet, she is a target. And men or predators, male or female, will go after those women or those kids first before they'll go after someone who looks like they're on a mission, who looks confident, who's walking tall. So that's something really practical and free to just teach your kids. My mom, used to come up behind us and poke us in the back. If we were walking with our shoulders slumped over and our head down, if we were sitting at a a table slouching, my mom would snap at us or she would just poke us to cue us. Hey, sit up. Hey, walk tall. I always walk with intention in my step. I always walk like I'm aware, especially when I'm alone. I never walk looking at my phone. That's just not something that I do. And predators will avoid you if that happens. So there's a pra- really practical tip. And I, I teach that to the girls in the safe house, wherever we go. I will do the same thing my mom did. I will snap. I will poke them in the back, sit up, walk with your head up, get your head out of your phone, walk tall. That's just a, an easy, free tip for you. That's all I have for today today. I'm going to post the link to Treasured Vessels Foundation, Instagram, their website, and I'm going to post the human trafficking hotline phone number for you. But again, I, I really encourage you to go Google in your area what trafficking organizations are around. There are so many different ways for you to get involved. I know with Treasured Vessels, you can obviously volunteer and that looks different and you can come in the house and volunteer, you can tutor, you can say, hey, I'd love to, I'm a a personal trainer, I'd love to come to the safe house and train the girls, you can be involved that way or you can volunteer by coming into the office and saying, hey, what admin stuff needs to be done, what are you behind on, how can I help? We have several volunteers who do that pretty consistently at Treasured Vessels or there is a Amazon wish list that Treasured Vessels puts together and will send out every now and then on their website, on their social media to say, okay, here's exactly, specifically what we need in the house or for the program and that has always worked really well. There are so many ways to get involved other than donating your money. You can also donate your time. However, if you want to donate your money, I would encourage you again to do some research on your own to find an organization that you trust, that you want to invest in personally and financially. I hope you found this helpful. I hope that for the the last remaining days in January that you would prayerfully consider partnering in the fight against human trafficking. And ask Holy Spirit, what does that look like for you? And ask Holy Spirit, how can I caution my family and protect my kids? There's so many tools out there and it is possible to monitor. It is possible to protect your kids from what's happening out there in the world. Thank you so much for listening.